Hey, welcome back to the Luminous Podcast. I'm Father Chad Jarnigan, Rector of Luminous Parish, and this is a special episode. Why I am Anglican. Special thanks to the Brilliance once again with their prayer of St. Patrick in the background. For the majority of my life, I have intentionally stayed away from affiliating myself with a religious denomination, or maybe I've just kept it at arm's length and I've cringed even. (laughs) Maybe this stems from the nature of ministry that I've served in that I've been around in my years of travels and staffing. Maybe it's been the artist in me saying, you know, don't label me. I mean, I'm more than a label, more than a denomination. Or maybe, probably, most of the affiliated religious streams have been known for what they stand against, instead of what they stand for. And over the past, I don't know, 18 years, there have been more and more, I would say, gravity compelling me toward ancient practices rooted in rich history of the early church. I have loved reading Acts through the years. And I read a lot of commentary about what it meant at the birth of the church at Pentecost and where everyone went and the type of passion as well as persecution that they had to face. But how did it work? How did it spread? It was compelling. It was passionate. It was impassioned. It was, it was holy. There was something Unique, And obviously it was new. It had a new vibrance to it when those followers, those disciples began to spread this message of hope and this good news to everyone that they came in contact with. From the overexposure to the attraction model, of the church, I eventually became fatigued with reinventing the wheel week after week and expecting magical results from a production or presentation. I was caught up in this Rome model of presentation. We present something magnificent and they will see the magnificent and be compelled by it to then believe. Much of what I've come to know is more of the Celtic model of belonging with a group of people 
and believing as I go. And I think in our Western culture, the Christian church, the evangelical church specifically, has fatigued much of our culture on many levels. Much of what it looks like, and throughout the course of history, even the ancient church had this problem because we were made of humans, (laughs) that saying one thing and living another, which is called hypocrisy, is probably more than an Achilles heel, but it is a problem that the church has faced from its conception. So, a couple of close friends of mine have been forthcoming enough to ask me, why have you gone from a worship pastor, a worship artist, a someone that crafted and curated music and led people into worship or an awareness of God? Why would you leave the big stage or a bigger pl- platform to do something, especially in our context of Nashville and Franklin, that is a bit of an anti-culture. Something small where I've laid the mic and the guitar down for the priesthood. And some of that I would say, I don't feel like I've laid those things down. I've added to I feel like it's a stewardship of calling. And a few people have asked, you know, if any of my jadedness or cynicism has played into my frustration with the evangelical megachurch model. And I'll be honest, it may be true, but I have realized something very significant in this process over the last several years. There is a difference between running away from something and being compelled toward something. I have had the fortunate opportunity to meet and discuss and listen to two and three different people's uh, stories. Very, very similar paths than to mine, where they were doing some of the same jobs, same roles I was while I was on church staff, but grew fatigued and weary, but also found a home and found solace in the ancient path, the early church. And I believe that more will come So with a membership estimated around 80 million people around the Anglican Communion around the world, it's the third largest Christian communion in the world here after the Catholic Church and the Eastern Orthodox Churches. 
The Anglican Church is always and will have its tensions in many varieties, but that will be found in any human endeavor. For my family and I, we have had a sense of coming home. We've had many friends who supported us and many even curious at what is happening these days with our path and the birth of Luminous Parish. Sacramental hunger lies within most of us, though it may reveal itself to us in different ways. We are wired to be experiential, but in liturgical spaces, everything becomes meaningful and symbolic. I'm not saying it's the only way, but if it's void, if your space and your platform is void of liturgical and sacramental rhythms, it may not be enabling the fullness of what could be. And the offering up of the bread and the wine, we see the offering up of the wheat and grain, fruits of the earth, and God gives them back in a sanctified form. Though it may seem to work for some, many of us are thirsty and for meaning and that goes deeper than the brand of a 30-minute concert in a 45-minute motivational speech. If any of you have ever been with us for a Luminous Project gathering, you know that it is liturgical in some nature, and we tend to lean into our ache for sacramentality. And each year, there had been some forms of liturgical conversations and practices. It seemed to be an on-ramp for many of our community. And many artists and pragmatists tend to resonate with these practices due to the meaningful history and the anchoring and maybe a lack of personality-centric. Now, it's not without fault an issue because there is human involvement. But I continue to have conversations with so many of my evangelical friends and there are a few misconceptions out there. The beautiful thing is there are many on the path toward a more rooted and anchored rich tradition with liturgical and ancient forms. The liturgy is centered, it's centering and it's robust and moving and contrary to popular belief, it is passionate, it's beautiful, it's spirit-filled, it's meaningful and vibrant. And the music tends to be pretty diverse and poetic and spirited. And often Anglicanism isn't, and this practices may not be for everyone. Those of us who serve and follow Jesus are of the kingdom work and it takes all of us and all of our different variations and expressions 
There's much more to be done and many ways to do it. I will continue to lead and speak in any churches that would give me the opportunity. We need more bridge-building opportunities and less divisive fragmenting within the church. We need collaboration versus competition. And I'm humbled and excited about this new season of life and being a priest in the Anglican Communion. What a humbling honor. And what I continue to find is that some have... And we spoke of some misconceptions. Some have a misconception that we worship the liturgy, and that isn't true. The liturgy leads us to a posturing. That posturing involves a reverence for God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. Just like the Old Testament and the New Testament, the Gospels, they lead us to Christ this is our posturing it is a little unique and different from the day to day from Monday through Saturday when the world and all of its media and its volume is competing for our attention beautiful things don't ask for our attention and this is what we have found on our path. So this is really a more personal than public conviction and decision, but yes, it has had to become public. It is deepening everything that I have ever done in my church and musical past. And though much of religion can be stifling, my hope for the church has never been brighter. Even in the turbulent political and social climates that we've lived in and that we're living in currently, I believe that there is much to be practiced and much to be seen and had and fruits to be reaped in this soil of the Anglican way that crosses divides and it truly is the via media which is means the middle path that helps bridge the gaps between the evangelical church and more of the liturgical forms of churches this is the time it's beautiful to watch we're seeing Anglican churches birth and grow all over the world and our bishops and archbishops from different parts of the world Africa, Asia and Europe even they see us as missionaries to the United States and how sobering a vantage point this is one of the things that I, I like to suggest, I, I love that people are interested in sending me messages fairly consistently. This is why I'm posting this special episode. 
there is a malnutrition in much of our spiritual formation in church uh, as uh, those that have followed the way of Christ for years and even decades and come to an end of maybe they have never been technically or intentionally discipled or they haven't found a way past a certain book study liturgy is there to continually form us it is beautiful it steers us into things that we would normally want to steer clear of and as we follow the lectionary so do those scriptures we don't pick and choose what we study and what we read and what we want hey thanks for listening to this I hope that this is helpful I love the season that we are in personally and with our community at Luminous Parish. These days are beautiful. Our church is growing at a healthy pace and we are continuing to see new people show up every week and they're curious and they're hungry. They're thirsty for really just the presence of God. And as we have said many times, As the ancient church gathered around the presence of God, we acknowledge that that's what we're pursuing. We don't gather around a sermon or a worship set. We hope that we're gathering around the presence of God. And it's something special happens while we're there together with the same intentionality. Our collect of purity We pray this almost every week. And I'll end with this. Almighty God, to whom all hearts are open and all desires known, and from you no secrets are hid, so cleanse the thoughts of our hearts by the inspiration of your Holy Spirit that we may perfectly love you and worthily magnify your holy name. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. If there's anything that I can do for you, if this has resonated and you don't have a place to explore what's going on in your heart, I'd love to hear from you. Chad at luminousparish.com. I have other articles and hopefully helpful items at chadjarnigan.com. But anything you need from our parish is at luminousparish.com. May the peace of our great God find you be with you. May his face shine upon you. I pray that you find community belonging. Hopefully that can be found in one of your local churches. God's peace. Christ in